quick note before we get started. During the first 10 minutes or so of this recording, my mic was hotter than usual. So if you hear some distortion there, that's what's going on. We fix it pretty quick, but the first 10 minutes, you'll probably hear it. All right. Enjoy the show. Coming up on this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society, we refuse to stop peering into the crystal ball to predict Nintendo's E3. We do it every year. It's dangerous to go alone. So the Nintendo Cartridge Society goes with you. Welcome to Nintendo Cartridge Society. My name is Patrick Ellers, and I am joined, as I am always joined, by my co-host, Mark Mitchell. Mark, how's it going? It's going so good. I cannot believe that it is time for E3 predictions yet again. It feels like it's been so long since the last E3, mm-hmm. and yet not long enough. Well, what do you even mean when you say last E3? Do you mean 2019? I mean 2019. Because there was none <laughs> in 2020, so it was a very long time since the last one. We are also joined here today by a very special guest, the host of the Call Me By Your Game podcast, Connor McCabe is here. Connor, how you doing? I'm doing great, and I gotta say, this crystal ball, a lot bigger in person. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, it's it's big, it's modeled after, the, uh, uh, is it called Cloudgate, Cloudburst, the bean in Chicago. Oh yes, yeah, I know so the it's, bean. It's, it's enormous, and people come here and take selfies, and it's a lot of fun. We yeah. listen to Wilco. <laughs> yeah, what other Chicago things? We eat uh, <laughs> hot dogs. Hot <laughs> See a Cubs game. Um, one thing that we're not doing, I can tell you this much, is playing my copy of Sonic Forces for the Nintendo Switch. Would you like to borrow it? You can certainly try. All you got to do is email us at Nintendo Cartridge Society at gmail.com and give us a mailing address where we can send you my copy of Sonic Forces. You play it for as long as you want. You send it back. I pay for postage both ways. Uh, it's the perfect borrowing program with the following caveat. You may accidentally get my copy of Untitled Goose Game. No one can control it. Uh, it's just a thing that happens. Yeah, I've realized since we've introduced um, the Untitled Goose Game mm. that I wonder if for some people, they see it as the Untitled Goose Game borrowing program with the caveat that they might accidentally get Sonic Forces because you kind of have an equal chance. You ha- Yes, you have an equal chance, but the name of the program is the Sonic Forces That's borrowing a great point. program. You know, this almost sort of sounds like a Hardy's Carl's Jr. situation on our hands. Yeah, which side of the Mississippi are you yes, on? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, so, okay. Uh, maybe that's it. Maybe if you're on the east side of the Mississippi, it's the Untitled Goose Game Borrowing Project. And if you're on the west side of the Mississippi, it's the uh, Sonic Forces Borrowing Program. Luckily, we never leave uh, this side of <laughs> the Mississippi River. Yeah. So, uh, until, until such time that one of us moves across the country, I will remain the Sonic Forces Borrowing program something else you can do with that email address is you can email us your questions about famicom detective club mark and i will be doing a deep dive spoiler filled discussion about both games the missing heir and the girl who stands behind um on thursday next week so get your questions to us sooner rather than later mark what's the exa- what's an example of a kind of question someone may ask oh um they might ask <laughs> uh well, okay, um, then it's up. It's, 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 Mark, it's a valiant effort, but you know, then it's then it's up to you, the listeners. Thankfully, Mark's not asking the questions. Yeah, so. yeah, mercifully. Yeah. Also, if you have played these games or played one of them, and you have any impressions that you'd like to share, we'd love to hear those too. Yeah, or if you have played one and therefore have questions about the other and how it compares to it, those are look. All questions and observations about Famicom Detective Club are welcome. That's why it was so hard for me to come up with one because I'm like. <laughs> There's an infinite number of possibilities. How can I possibly choose? Sure, limitation breeds invention. Yeah. So it's I, I gave I gave you too open of a door. Do you like these games? That is a question you could ask. Perfect, Mark. You've yeah. done it again. It only took me a little bit, but I got there. I'm uh, so sorry that I said that about you earlier because you've clearly redeemed yourself. Uh, also, uh, we are looking for five star reviews on the on uh, the Apple Podcast US store or wherever you can review the show. Um, however you do it, we appreciate it. Uh, it helps people find the show. It helps inflate our egos, uh, which maybe don't need it. I don't know. <laughs> but we like it when you review. So uh, if you can do that, uh, we'll give you a shout out on the show. Is that all of our business? I think so. All right. Let's get into it. Let's predict 
Nintendo's 2021 E3 period. I was leading up to saying Nintendo's E3 presentation, but I guess we don't even really know for sure that we're going to get a presentation or a direct. These are things that I'm assuming right now. I'm on pins and needles a little bit because Microsoft earlier like announced they're having a big blowout with Bethesda. And so I keep waiting for Nintendo to drop their news. Yeah. And yet. And yet. It's also, I don't know about you guys, I'm feeling all kinds of anxiety just about the, we are in a week right now where people are just like, you know what, just start, just start announcing stuff. We got release dates for the new Pokemon games. There's a Dragon Quest thing that it will be released by the time uh, this episode comes out. But for the purposes of our recording, we'll be out in like 45 minutes. Like announcements are happening as we speak and all week long. So I feel like, I don't know, there's such uncertainty right now. Yeah, it feels like we are hearing uh, smatterings uh, from so many other groups. I mean, we're even getting there's some sort of Sonic uh, like there's a Sonic presentation. presentation. Yeah, I mean, when Sonic's having a presentation and Nintendo's quiet, you've got to feel uncomfortable. So, yeah. I, so I'm I'm totally with you. It's so weird that we still don't know what's going on at this point. But then again, that's the ride we seemingly have been on for two years with this company. So yeah, we'll true. see how it goes. Yeah, it's also interesting. Like E3 is. Rev- is kind of like reversed this year where normally it'd be starting on like Tuesday yes. and run through Thursday. This year it's like over the weekend. Yeah, it's inside out is yeah. what I is yeah. how I like to think of it. <laughs> that normally we have a nice little compact uh, E3. Now it's like someone f- put their thumbs in the middle of it and just splayed it out. <laughs> it's in the wrong direction. <laughs> I'm, I'm picturing like an orange. Oh, got it. I was thinking like cracking like its rib cage open. Like oh. you had to like do emergency heart surgery, you know? Sure. I mean, and and look, maybe that is what's happening to E3. Uh, uh, a a uh, trade show on life support. Um, and it's back. So yeah. we got to figure out what we think uh, Nintendo is going to do. Now, I, I don't know if uh, this is part of any of your predictions, um, but do we want to just talk about what we think they're go- like, will there be a Nintendo direct or will it be, you know, like a, a, a week of Treehouse live? Like, is that, is that part of anyone's predictions or do we just want to, what, what are we thinking? It's not part of my written predictions, yeah. but I do think we should talk about it, how everybody's feeling. Connor, what do you think? I want to go to a safe space and am hoping yeah. for for a for a direct for a presentation from them and I am hopeful uh, that we are going to get something like that that week and also hopeful for you know a treehouse live showcasing things that we already know yeah. are coming uh, which isn't a ton but that we already know are coming and then possibly uh, things that are announced in this direct that's sort of how my predictions what they're based around yeah. so you know i got a lot writing on a direct <laughs> happening well and also just so everyone knows uh and i think i think we can do this mark it's been a little while since we've done one a of million these. dollar bet i think it's time to I revive the million dollar I think bet it is time for a million dollar so bet. whoever gets the most predictions correct okay uh gets a million dollars this wow. is actually the best type of million dollar bet because it means that like there are two losers to split, we I'm only on the hook for five hundred thousand dollars. Is what right. I'm saying. Not even a oh, big deal. Yeah. Really. Now that yeah. you say that, I'm not worried about it at all. Uh, so I have a confession here. Okay. Um, I had a tough time coming up with. I don't know if I'm just like not in a speculative mood right now or what. Uh, but so when I went to make my predictions, I made two sets of predictions. One set that I'm classifying as reasonable predictions, mm, mm-hmm. even probably like genuine yeah. predi- things I think will happen. And then the other category, <laughs> this other category is uh, goofball predictions or hopeful predictions or, you know, me going galaxy brained and just inventing things that, that will never happen, but should. I don't want to speak for Mark, but I, too, am feeling vulnerable. <laughs> so I kind of got the similar thing going on over here. What about you, Mark? I uh, I went full faith in Nintendo. I'm like, <laughs> okay. I, think this wow. is, I think these are reasonable predictions. I think... I'm going to win the million dollars. <laughs> although, uh, although, like, if you guys have, like, eight predictions going, you have double the amount of predictions. Does that right. mean you have to have double the amount correct? Yeah, I or think, no, 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 sorry. Does that yeah. put me in a disadvantage? Because what if you end up having, like, six correct 
and I only have four to begin with. Well, so I think it means that uh, we each have two personages going in. So that means that uh, we each have to pay in double, uh, but only get paid out half. I'm really end. glad we're clearing up the scoring system right, before yeah. we kick it Right, out. so everyone pays in. In the way this works, Mark represents one, Connor and I each have two. Oh, got so it. So everyone pays in $200,000, and the winner, I guess the winner still still gets uh, the million dollars. Well, okay, I, I, don't, I do not <laughs> want to get too far into the weeds on the math of the million dollar bet. I mean, let's bet. figure it out, Okay, <laughs> but yeah. I don't think it actually works that way because... Uh, the million dollar bet is not you and I both put in fi- in the past has not been b- you and I both put in five hundred thousand dollars. Oh, great point. Then the winner takes the pot. It is the winner gets paid a full one million dollars. Right. So I think in Fair this point. scenario, like we each each of the losers, even if the loser is one of Connor's or one of mine's, yeah. everyone pays in two hundred fifty thousand dollars. I think, except for me, who I would still be on the hook for five hundred thousand. No, because you're still one person out of five, <laughs> out of four, that don't win it, right? I will trust your math. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good. All right, we, we, I, th- I think we got it. I think we understand what's going on. I'm going to lead with my reasonable predictions. All right. Um, and I guess I will go first. Um, my first prediction is hardware. We will Ooh. see new hardware in this presentation, but it will not be a new model of switch interesting i don't know what it will be but it'll be you know uh famously at uh, around this point last year i uh, accidentally predicted the (laughs) mario game and watch um i i don't know if it's going to be like another game and watch or something along those lines um but there will be some sort of hardware that is not the switch pro which we will not hear about let me ask you a question yeah does that does like a peripheral like um the ring con for ring fit adventure does that count as hardware like if they yeah. announce something like totally new like that that it's almost like a accessory for a game yeah i think so if if it's labo yeah. if it's uh the mario kart um home circuit like i think that all counts got it um just a, a new a new piece of hardware. It doesn't have to be a standalone thing. Um, so yeah, I guess like new hardware or peripheral. And no one will see it coming. It'll be a surprise to everyone. Which it always is. Exactly. Which is how, I mean, the Mario Kart thing, I wouldn't have guessed. Yeah. I would have definitely guessed the Game & Watch. I just want to get that on the <laughs> record here that Patrick's not the only genius. But at the same time, I, I'm totally with you. That That seems like a reasonable bet. Yeah, I, I think that I think you're right. And because uh I, I would say less recently, but especially in the early days of the Switch, we there was a lot of talk from Nintendo about how like they are actively investigating and like invent um investing in new ways for people to use their Switch. Yeah. Right? That's and Labo came out of that. I think Ring Con, like for Ring Fit Adventure, is an example of that. Uh, the Mario Kart thing is another great example. And so I would imagine that they're not done like i think that there's probably another way coming for uh people to use their switch in unexpected ways yeah and this is maybe a a cop-out prediction of course because all i'm saying is that there will be (laughs) (laughs) something it's like predicting they'll show games i guess um but just very specifically uh nintendo and not like i cannot emphasize enough how much i do not think we are going to see the new model of switch uh during this e3 presentation yeah, I, I, that I also think is correct. I think that's going to be its own thing, Yeah, and it'll happen much later. Although, I say much later, but I feel like in the past, Nintendo's done things where they're like, here's our E3 presentation, <laughs> yeah, right. and then one week later, they're like, and also we have the NES Classic Edition, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. by the way. 100%. Yeah. Which also, I think, fall, I don't want to get too ahead of myself, but mm. I think that falls in line with something I've heard you say on the show. You maybe have echoed it, and I feel the same way, which is um, we. it seems like a few of us expect a down-the-road Zelda presentation post-Skyward Sword. So it feels like yes. that also is in line with a similar sort of thing. Yeah. Um, 
You may be stepping on a, a cool, <laughs> cool, cool. Another prediction I have. <laughs> but I, I, on, on that note, Connor, let's move to your first reasonable predi- oh prediction. Oh my goodness, where to begin? Um, you know, I I guess I should take one from the what I expect to see column, which seems to be following in a uh, a reasonable one. And I'll start a little more low stakes, which is I expect to see you know uh, play through not playthroughs, but like a treehouse sort of mm-hmm. situation, um, uh, basically presenting. A some of the games that we know are upcoming or that will be announced at this uh, at this event. I'm thinking things like we're going to see more for uh, Mario Golf uh, Super Rush. That's mm-hmm. the title. Yeah, um, nailed it. Which comes out, I think, you know, two weeks after this presentation, even though we did just have a trailer recently. I expect, uh, you know, to see things for Diamond and Pearl that are coming oh, out yeah. this fall. Um and potentially s- some stuff like uh, Animal Crossing DLC that has yet to be announced or a lot of people are I'm not gonna st- I was about to step on a toe <laughs> I would think m- potentially some original the current Super Mario Party we have maybe some DLC for that mm, possibly very interesting so that's you know just pres- it's a very safe. Yeah. Bet, but that's sort of what I'm feeling. And all of that in like the treehouse kind of setting. Yes, yeah. absolutely. I love Treehouse Live. It's yeah, like uh one of my favorite parts of E3. I love just like having it on in the background <laughs> while other stuff is going and just like looking over. It's always so like calm. Everyone's so like friendly. Love those presentations. So I hope that we get a treehouse live. Um and I think you're right that we will absolutely see those games highlighted. I wonder if we will see more of the um, like Pokemon Legends. Uh, that's game a li- that's a ways well. out at this point. January it's January it's- is is you know six ish months away. Um, but I mean, it would be cool to see more of it. That would be very cool. Well, I'm gonna do a prediction. I'm gonna get my like bummer one out of the way. I'm gonna do a prediction of what we're not gonna see. <laughs> oh, yes, okay, I love, love it. it. And I bring I, down the hammer. Bar. <laughs> I don't think we're gonna see any gameplay for Metroid Prime 4 or Bayonetta 3. Okay. Yeah. I think the best we can hope for is a mention of Metroid Prime 4, like uh, like we saw in the last Direct for Breath of the Wild 2, where mm. Aonuma got up there and was like, hey, I know you guys all want to see Breath <laughs> of the Wild 2, but that's not what we're showing today. I promise we will later. Um, and I think if we hear any mention of Metroid Prime 4, it'll be in that capacity, where it's like, hey, we're not ready to talk about Metroid Prime 4 yet. But here's maybe something else Metroid related that I'm not willing to make a uh, prediction about. Oh, okay, <laughs> all right. Um, it's I, I think that's uh, I think that is wise. Um, wh- why do you lump Bayonetta in the uh, the same? Just because we've been told like I think it's best if you just stop thinking about it. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, it kind of seems like Bayonetta three is has maybe had a troubled production. Mm. Like mm. Uh, I. Th- and man, this is one of those where I have not done a deep dive into what exactly is going on. But I believe the director of Bayonetta 3 left Platinum Games like about a year ago. And so it just doesn't seem like a project. And it's been what? Since 2018 that we knew it was coming. Yeah. And we haven't seen anything for it. So it just seems to me like a n- not canceled, but just like it's taking longer to develop. And so I, right. I just can't imagine. I just don't imagine it's going to be show up. Um, can I attack uh, one of my, uh, like, this is what I actually think will happen uh, predictions yeah. on, onto your prediction? Mm-hmm. No Metroid talk at all. Oh. oh. Any kind. No Prime 4, no 2D Metroid, no Prime Trilogy. I just, we're just not there like it's i i know that it is a thing that uh fans get wrapped around the axle for um but like i just don't i just don't think we're ready for for metroid talk that's interesting it has been four years since the last metroid anything right like yeah um, samus returns because federation forces came out before samus returns right definitely yeah samus returns was one of the last uh 3ds games yeah so I and they I premiered don't know. it during a tr- during the Treehouse Live after their direct. Remember that? Yeah, that wasn't even included in a presentation. It wasn't even right? Right? Oh, yeah, that's right because it was Metroid Prime Four, <laughs> yeah. and then like in the Treehouse Live direct, di- right after the yeah. presentation, they were like, "Also, Samus Returns is coming." I believe you and I were recording our reaction <laughs> to the direct while having the Treehouse Live on the TV. Yeah. 
and saw that and we're like, hold on a minute. <laughs> so I don't know that I agree with you on that one. That's I, fair. I think it's very possible that we see something Metroid related. I feel I feel like it has been enough time. I think like four years, I think Samus Returns did well enough and mm. at least was like well regarded enough that I don't think like Metroid is going into hibernation. Yeah. And so and I think they were planning originally for Prime 4 to have been released by this point. And so maybe even like a year or so ago. So I think even that timeline like would make sense that they would be ready for like yet another Metroid thing, potentially. Sure. Either the the 2D or the Prime Trilogy, whatever. I'm less confident that Prime Trilogy is actually a real thing than I I've know. ever been. With every passing day, I'm like, yeah, that thing doesn't, you know, I'm more convinced that that doesn't exist and we'll never see it. Those sorts of things from Nintendo that seem like reasonable expectations, but you, we still haven't seen are just mind-boggling <laughs> and we keep getting them and it seems also just like a guarantee of just like a flow of cash for them but they also don't need it right now which is where i end up landing with a lot of that stuff oh yeah yeah i also wonder if like we see it as fans where it's just like oh yeah give us metroid prime trilogy like we'll buy that no problem <laughs> but i wonder if they if nintendo looks at that sort of thing and just like how do we what do we want to do with metroid and like how do we sustain it mm -hmm. and so it's like they i'm assuming for a lot of these franchises they have plans where they're like, okay, like we're going to put this out because, you know, to like have something Metroid out there and then it, that'll prepare like the fan base for like, you know, like they're like thinking yeah. like that way instead of just like, well, we can release it now. And so, you know, the rumor as it is, has been that Metro Prime Trilogy has basically been done forever and just sitting around, which I, that part I kind of maybe find hard to believe. But I could see them being like systematic about like how they're handling a franchise like Metroid. Yeah, yeah. I mean, especially just like knowing, like it, it doesn't seem like Nintendo is quite as universally backwards looking as everyone seems to want them to be, right? Like we're getting the Skyward Sword uh, HD remake. Um, we don't know anything about any any others. Um, you know, they'll they'll look backwards to you know bring uh, the original Fire Emblem forward, but like they they look. They're, they're, their focus is so narrow in every place that they're, like, looking to resurface history. They're not bringing everything forward. Yeah. Um, and I think that's just, like, Metroid Prime Trilogy is just not in that uh, narrow field of view at the moment. Yeah. And uh, I just want to tack myself onto that. That was also the first prediction I wrote down was 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 no no talk of Metroid Prime Four. Every presentation, people yeah. get really excited. I've been excited about it before, and I'd say enough is enough. I'm not getting excited <laughs> about it. Well, right. it. It got rebooted, in, or it, they announced that they were rebooting it. Yes. Who knows when it actually happened in 2019? So it's been like two years. I say 2020 is a gimme. So like really, yeah. you know, like maybe a year. So I, I do yeah. think it's early. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, that's that's another thing, too, is that, like, as we are getting together to record podcasts in person in Los Angeles, um, that is, like, profoundly not what Japan is experiencing of the coronavirus uh, epidemic right now. Um, you know, like, they're uh, in a place where they're, like, trying to figure out if they can actually host the Olympics and, like, vaccine rollout is, like, happening way slower. Mm -hmm. Like, I think they are still, and while other Japanese companies maybe have, like, a... a, a easier time of like adapting to work from home policies i think it's been tough on nintendo in a way that it hasn't been for other companies um and so it's just you know like if we are still you know we we have this idea that there's like a backlog of like an e3 that we missed and this e3 and i don't think we're gonna get the double barrel like yeah double e3 on mm -hmm. this just um, the dump truck of nintendo backs <laughs> up and unloads <laughs> i wish uh would we like a I feel like we're all out of order. <laughs> uh, 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 should what should we do? I, I think I think we should continue on the path okay. of like sanity. Yeah, and we'll okay. have Connor do his next like uh, his next sane yes, prediction. Prediction. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, a path of sanity in me. That's a dangerous bet, Mark. <laughs> um, you know what? Uh, I will. I'll, here's one that I think this is uh, from the the Eller's Tree of Hope. Uh, but this is something that I want to see. I've got a handful of things that I would like to see from Nintendo. Well, you know what? You just asked for a sane one, and here I am pivoting. Listen to your heart, Connor. Listen yeah. to your heart. <laughs> like I said, weird, weird bet. For, uh, but uh, something I want to see is Nintendo 
and, I, and again, not an expectation, but something I want. Nintendo uh, giving us, <laughs> giving us, having a new game announced for one of its long dead franchises. Mm. I don't think yes. we've even really heard any whispers of anything like this, which doesn't necessarily mean it is or isn't possible, but... Um, you know, we had a lo- rumors a long time ago for some Star Fox racing game. I That's not even necessarily what I'm hoping for, but there's a f- handful of franchises yeah. that are dead. Of course, a lot of people are big F-Zero fans. I would love something from uh, from Wario. What if we got a Wario land or some new iteration mm-hmm. with that guy at the helm? Uh, I feel like it's time for Wario. Definitely not Waluigi, because no, he doesn't no. exist Forget the Waluigi. Yes. But I like this. I like this prediction, especially for Wario-related stuff. Mm. Because Wario is at the heart of two franchises um, that I love. I love the WarioWare games, and I love the Wario Land games. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like the most recent Wario Land game, which was now, like, 11 years ago. Wario yeah. Land Shake It on the Wii came out so long ago. Um, but it is a game that I absolutely adore, and I have loved all of the the wario wear games um man i don't know why those don't exist on switch i know it feels like a it, it's one of the many things that feels like a no-brainer for yeah. them but uh for whatever reason has been pretty quiet but yeah i just love to see something like that come back and i think i would just be really excited for it and there's the space for it right? yeah. yeah well one of the things that i really liked about um because i think the last full like WarioWare game on a console was uh shake it for what was smooth, smooth moves. moves smooth yeah. moves oh, yes. for the Wii, the Wii. Yeah. and i f- and cuz the reason i liked i thought that one was really fun i like the handheld ones but the handheld ones are like a solo experience and i really liked the multiplayer part of smooth moves cuz it was really like the things it would have you do were l- really funny mm-hmm. and so it was fun to do as a group it was a fun party game and i feel like one two switch was a valiant attempt at that yep. but i think there's a space for that type of party game on switch especially that um like one two switch didn't really fill that uh like mario party is just a different like type of party game yes. yeah you know and so I, I yeah i would love to see that i would love to see a new WarioWare game and if they like built it around the because like uh wario smooth moves isn't a isn't strictly a, a multiplayer game in fact there it doesn't actually have a multiplayer component but it just sort of inherently becomes one yeah because like anyone can pick up the controller and just start uh you know it's it's the ratatouille right anyone can cook um <laughs> but like if they actually made it like a multiplayer game which i miss maybe veering into one two switch uh territory but still i think it's a good idea <laughs> <laughs> okay uh my next prediction is that it is time we are going to see an original new Super Mario Brothers game wow. for Switch wow. this fall. It is coming this year. Um, and I think it is going to be a new Super Mario Brothers game. Yeah. I I I think that art style that we like are like, oh, that's like the new Super Mario Brothers art style, like to the world and to Nintendo, that is just what 2D Mario looks like now. Yeah. yeah. You know, I think we saw that with uh, Super Mario Run. Mm-hmm. It's just like, no, this is the aesthetic of, like, 2D Mario. Um, but I do wonder if they will drop the new branding. Because Interesting. it's not particularly new at this point. I mean, it wasn't particularly new on the Wii U <laughs> either. They, they still, I mean... Yeah, but that was almost, like, a decade I know, ago. I know. <laughs> I know. What would so, they call it? Modern Super Mario Bros. Postmodern. Yeah, postmodern. Yeah, postmodern. Pomo Mario. But yeah. but I think it's time. Like I think uh, New Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe did really well for them. Um, and I think a new game would make a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah, I I, I agree with that a, a, a lot. Um, it's the the only like point of hesitation that I have on it is that we did get a ton of Mario games last year yeah um and this year with uh super mario 3d world um so i just wonder although i mean you know does nintendo not go back to the well like of course they go back to the well yeah i mean we did get a ton for mario 35 but we we're also getting a mario game in just a few weeks that's That's true like mario golf is yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and then i think we uh we got super mario 3d world and bowser's fury but that to me is a different like slice of mm-hmm. Mario, and so I think they could get away with like a two D traditional like side scrolling Mario at the end of the year. Yeah, one where they don't 
have to like reinvent the wheel in order to do it. Yeah, I think that's very reasonable, regardless of whether that's a fall release or maybe a little farther down the road. And not that precedent means that they will repeat, but I think 2019 is when U Deluxe came out in January, and then that June was Mario Maker 2. So, oh, yeah. you know, they've, oh, yeah. they've dipped in that well multiple times in a year before, so I, I, let's do it. Um, a good and reasonable prediction. Mark, here comes my next good and reasonable prediction. Uh, Splatoon 3. Um, I think we are on the same timeline that uh, we saw for Super Smash Brothers a couple of years ago, where it is revealed uh, at the end of a Nintendo Direct as sort of like a, by the way, this is coming, be excited mm. for it, and then uh, it gets blown out at the E3 following. Interesting. Um, we, we are on that timeline now. Um, I would expect it to be like a deep dive 20 minutes of uh, Splatoon 3 in a presentation, uh, and then, you know, the game releasing... They said 2022, so I, I believe that, like, early next year, February or March or something. Um, so that's... that's And it's a kind of a boring, safe-ish prediction, um, but I also think there's probably something more to Splatoon 3 than... Like, I don't think it is just Splatoon again. Um, I don't know what it is. Um, but that's that's my suspicion right now. That's exciting. I keep thinking that it's farther down the road. Than yeah, that, which same. is why I was hesitant to even. I don't actually touch it in in my predictions. Um, I because I kept thinking summer twenty twenty two. Maybe that's just because the first the Splatoon two was summer mm. twenty seventeen. But that being the case. You know, this could be the one, the bigger thing that they've announced recently that they do highlight there. And it would, I keep thinking, oh yeah, the show floor, what's it going to look like? There's no show floor. (laughs) There's no show floor. But uh, it's definitely possible. I just didn't see it coming. It's just exactly the Smash Brothers thing. Ah, See, I, again, I don't, I don't agree. I don't think it, I don't think it is the same timing because Smash was all, like we knew it was coming or it ended up coming in like November or early December. December, yeah. I can't remember like when it released. But and so, but I think because it's a two twenty twenty two title, I think it's too early. Like I, I think sure. I think it's too early for like the big like, hey, here's everything blowout. Um, for Splatoon three. Um, did we know the release? We did not know the release date of uh Smash before. I can't remember bef- before I can't, the direct. I can't remember. I don't I, know. I'm pretty sure the only thing that we knew about it before that E three direct was the like reveal trailer where the Splatoon people were like chasing each mm-hmm. other around and then saw that like fiery logo. Yeah. And that then we were right. like, oh my God, Link looks like Breath of the Wild uh-huh. Link and all these other things oh, look right. like just a little yeah. bit different. Um and then and then it was like bam, everyone is here. Um and then we all lost our minds. Yes. <laughs> um so yeah that's I uh, that that's what I'm basing mm-hmm. that on. I also wouldn't be surprised to not see it at all. <laughs> I think that the one reason that would give me, uh, uh, that I would be encouraged to say this is more possible than I'm maybe believing, is that there's not really another game on Nintendo's Horizon that they would necessarily do that with. I don't expect the Pokemon Legends Ar- Arceus to take up that sort of slot, yeah. assuming they do ha- need a game that takes up that beefy amount of time. So, yeah, that. That could fill that spot for sure. Well, I, I think there is a game looming out there that oh, okay, could take sure. that spot. Yes. <laughs> cards on the table. It's actually not part of any of my predictions. But cards on the table. Who thinks that we're going to see Breath of the Wild 2 at this E3? I do think this. This I, is hopeful, but I, okay. I feel like it's between reasonable and hope. What about you, Patrick? I, I think we will see some of it. Uh-huh. A little bit, a little trailer mm-hmm. with the promise of more to come that they will talk more about Zelda on July 22nd, <laughs> the Thursday yeah. after uh, uh, Skyward Sword comes out. Um, but they won't be that specific, obviously. But I, mm. I think there will be some uh, more than a logo, less than gameplay uh, presence of Breath of the Wild. I mean, I, I keep going back to what Al Numa said in that March direct where he's like, Later this year, we will have more to show. Yeah. And whether later that year is like E3 or like sometime in the fall or winter, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know for sure. But I think I personally think the Breath of the Wild 2 is closer than maybe like we think it is. Like it is conceivable to me that it releases this year. I mean, but it, I'm not. Yeah. But since there's a million dollars on the line, I'm not predicting <laughs> that it releases this year. 
wow, wow. <laughs> a, a prudent, cautious move <laughs> from Mark Mitchell. And, you know, I've been thinking about this a lot recently uh, because what else am I going to think about? It's Breath of the Wild 2. <laughs> right. But I'm sort of just uh, observing the the dates of the games that they do have coming out. All we really know about the fall and, and winter, I guess, is... Uh, Diamond and Pearl, which I think were announced as like November 18th, 19th, yeah. today maybe, mm-hmm. um, that they were announced. Uh, so and if Legends this... for like mid-January. Yeah, yeah, and I feel like if... Nin- but then again, Nintendo's big release of 2018 was Smash in early December, so maybe that could sneak in that spot. I don't know. And released just on the heels of a Pokemon game. Yes. So, yeah. But they yeah. did say that like December... I was they wish they could have had it sooner than December. Yeah. Like December was kind of like out of desperation. They were like, we really want to get it out before Christmas, but like we can't get it any sooner. It's just not done. And so, but I, I could see, I think they could release it in November. I totally think they could. I think yeah. you could have, or like October, like in the Super Mario Odyssey slot. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I think it is a, a fallacy to say that like any Nintendo game that they could put out um, like runs as competition to a Pokemon game. Like the Pokemon audience is its own audience. Yeah, they're like true. separate tracks. They're separate tracks, and if they are also nin- like other Nintendo fans, they'll just buy both. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Where are we in the order here? <laughs> I guess we're back here, yeah. and this is three. This is my third, so I've got to ramp up from what you were hoping would be reasonable, and and that was more <laughs> speculative and hopeful. Um, so I'm looking up my up my little list here. Widow wist. My widow wist, and um, you know what? I'm gonna get. I'm gonna just. I'm gonna break open the pinata. I'm just gonna get crazy already and say that you know it's it's assuming we get a direct. I think I'm just gonna say we're gonna get two Smash Fighter reveals again. Whoa, Connor, this is one of my reasonable predictions. Oh yes. Okay, so that's the reasonable part of this prediction. Okay. The unreasonable part are who I think are oh, yeah. wow, positive. Wow, yeah. wow, 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 wow. Be, uh, because I feel like that's imp- I feel like it wouldn't be as fun if I didn't uh, do this. Um. So, because it's also been a while since we've had one, was the last reveal, oh, Pyra and Mithra, and that was in the February or so direct, I want to say. Yeah. And I... they Yeah. Sephiroth was before them? Yes, okay. definitely. Right. Uh, I don't remember what the, or even know if they've said, like they did with the previous Fighters Pass, what the sort of, like, timeline for this second pass is. Yeah. But I think that... We're going to need to know these next two pretty soon. It could be very much, uh, uh, you know, one is coming out either this week or this month, and then the next one is a couple months down the road like Banjo and Kazooie was. And will that be it? Will they be done at I that point? Or I think there's one more after. That's oh, what okay. I think, It's too. hard to keep track at this point, yeah. though. Because Sephiroth, be- we said, mm-hmm. right? Who was the first one? A Nintendo character, right? Who was the first one? <laughs> was I can't even remember if uh, the Minecraft characters were a part of the part. Here we go. Far. Here we go. Here oh, we go. Yeah. Here yeah. we go. So oh, there are you. only two left. Um, oh, I looked it up. Uh, Min Min was the first. Right. Then uh, Minecraft, Steve and Alex. Then Sephiroth. Then uh, Pyra and Mithra. So there are two character packs left. I'll stick with two. Now I'm sort of like, oh, maybe one. Uh, and then they would save one for further down the road. Uh, but here are my two I predictions. I've gone I back and forth. I mean, uh, it's so much fun to speculate on what these will be for a game I play every three months. <laughs> um, but the first one I'm going to go with is my safer one. I think we're going to get a Sonic character. Oh. And I would think if we want to go with the uh, if with the heroes and villains thing that they had sort of set up with some of them, maybe Eggman, but also oh. maybe Tails, if not Eggman. Yeah. Th- that could be interesting because it is Sonic's 30th anniversary. So oh, great I point. So we may even be hearing about this tomorrow at the <laughs> Sonic presentation. Right. <laughs> and then my second one, this is the craziest one, but I'm trying I was like, you know what, I've got to pull from some version of some part of reality here. And there's a game coming out in August on the Nintendo Switch featuring one of the most iconic video game characters of all time. And this is mostly me hoping, but also what if Tony Hawk? Wow. <laughs> I thought I thought for sure we were leading to Travis touchdown. I thought for sure we were winding up for no more if heroes. Tony Hawk, yeah, gets into Smash Brothers Ultimate. Th- it'll be the perfect video game. 
Yeah. Like if there was, (laughs) could you imagine it's like all these fictional characters and then Tony Hawk? Yes, I would. I would, and because he's got to in the intro video, he would have to talk. They would have to record him doing dialogue, Uh right? So you know, I I don't. This is definitely a little far out there but no, at the same no, time no, this, this i don't think perfect. so like it makes complete sense. connor no notes <laughs> thank you so much so, go for it oh well, i am just curious you know how like a lot of the fighter characters are the new fighters they're similar like types as other fighters yes what type would tony hawk like what's character okay what existing fighter would tony hawk like play as you know that's isn't that an interesting question because he rides around on a skateboard and jumps out of half pipes uh i think they might pull from different characters in certain ways like how the uh koopa kids go around in their little cart mm-hmm. how steve does mm-hmm. the same thing wario has that sort of ability um so that's the only real tangible thing i have in my head yeah. but maybe would function uh, like based on that movement because he's got to almost not move the whole time but would move a lot. I'm gonna say that I'm gonna say Little Mac for me because I because okay. I think Tony Hawk's like, I mean I mean maybe a guy who's known for like doing incredible aerial things on his <laughs> skateboard. I'm but I think he's <laughs> I'm but I am going to go ahead and say that I think Tony Hawk is like a grounded character like Little Mac like he doesn't have like a really great like extra jump or anything like mm. that. Well, I, I think like really momentum based. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, I tried looking it up. I cannot tell you when uh, the Fighter Pack 2 is supposed to be done Okay, coming out. I remember that information being readily available with the first pack. Yes. Um, but now that we are in the no man's land of, will this even be the end of the Smash DLC? Which um, Sakurai just said it is. But Fair enough. <laughs> but who knows? Doesn't yes. mean anything. <laughs> uh, Patrick, you said you also had this as a um, prediction. Is that right? Two Smash character reveals, uh, one that one coming out that week and the other out in the next wow. three months. Do you have any guesses? I as do to not. What characters I have, I have no be. guesses as to who the characters. I'd are. I'd still like to see a Resident Evil character. Oh my gosh! Wow. Yes. Uh, do you have a, a pick for a Resident Evil character? Nemesis, um, obviously. Nemesis, that would be amazing. <laughs> right. That'd be so funny if they do like Nemesis and Mr. X. It's like none of the characters you want to see. Yes. <laughs> Nemesis is in uh, Re- uh, um, Marvel vs. Capcom three. Oh, so there you go. Wow. <laughs> it's possible. Okay, here is my next prediction that I'm classifying as reasonable. And that prediction is that we're going to see a new Castlevania game for Switch developed, uh, published by Konami, but developed by like an indie yeah. developer. So Konami is kind of like giving this away to fans, or I guess just somebody who's paying for it. And then... Um, but I think it's going to be a Switch exclusive. So you think like following in the uh, Getsu Fumiden uh, like uh, announcement of like that new game, but specifically on Switch? Yeah, I think so. I think so. That's, and I think it's yeah. going to be a like um, n- not uh, like an Igavania. Like I think it's going to be in the vein of like Castlevania one through four. Like we're sure. going like old school oh. Castlevania. Yeah, like level based. Mm-hmm. Uh, sort of in the. Um, in the mold of the, oh, what are those games called? The Bloodstained. Yes. I'm going to just Curse name it. Curse of the Moon? Uh, yes. Is that that right? sounds right. Yeah. I'm always closer to just naming an old Castlevania game, <laughs> yeah. so I wasn't going to be any help. Blank <laughs> of the blank. Yeah. Yes. Sure. Oh, absolutely. Um, that's cool. I don't, uh, it's cool and I want it. Um, is, are, are you just uh, queuing off of the Getsu Fumiden? Yeah, and like Konami's yeah. said that they are, they're developing like a bunch of new stuff. Yeah. I think it makes sense, which is a good audience for this. Um, I think, yeah, I feel confident we're going to see wow. one. Wow, wow, wow. I want that to be true as well. Um, so I've burned through all of my reasonable uh, <laughs> predictions good. now. Um, should I start? The insanity. Yeah, I actually Please. realized that this is a good thing for me because, um, like, the crazier you guys are, yeah. the more likely it is that I win a million dollars. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, also, I don't know who's going to have to sort through everything that we've predicted here to figure out who wins and who loses. I'll um, do it. I'll do it. Okay. Oh, thank <laughs> you. Right, good. And good. you'll I be fair. Him. I'll be fair. Okay. Yeah. All right. My first absolutely bonkers off the wall prediction. Rusty's real deal duck hunt. Look out. Rusty's real deal baseball. We all know and love a collection of baseball mini games on the 3DS. That's great. 
and look, we love that little piece of Nintendo history. They've got the uh, uh, what's the the Ultra Machine, ult- Ultimate Machine, the thing that was like that pitches the softballs yes. to you as part of like that game collection. That's a good way for Nintendo to bring like their history into the modern day. Uh, this would be a like light gun game collection as hosted by Rusty from Rusty's Real Deal Baseball. He runs like a gun shop or whatever. Uh, and you just play those things. And Rusty can even be related to the Duck Hunt dog. Why not? They're both dogs. <laughs> this is crazy and specific, and I love it. <laughs> I love that you've... It's it's funny making these predictions because I'm sometimes hesitant to build the game in my head, but it seems that's what you've almost done. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that, that that's that's what it is. I mean, they're, they're, as much as I said that Nintendo has, not, has been mostly forward-facing and only uh, backwards-facing, in uh, narrow slices. I think this can be one of those narrow slices. Yes. <laughs> so what light gun games would be, like, would we see, like, Gumshoe? Oh, we'd see Gumshoe. We'd see Hogan's Alley. We'd see the other one. Duck Hunt. Hogan's Alley. <laughs> the, uh, the Wild Gunman? Oh, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah, we yeah, go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we'd see them all. We'd see all, all the hits. Wow. Because when they re-released Duck Hunt for Wii, yeah. they just put like a pointer on the screen, right? That's so right. you knew yeah. where you were aiming. So like thinking like something similar. I think yeah, yeah. Joy-Con. Yeah, yeah. But you know, like open it up to more like kind of game modes within each of those gameplay styles. Mm-hmm. A little bit of a uh, NES remix style. Totally. Uh, where it will present like little slivers of those uh, game challenges and you know, you'll get that skeet shooting uh, mini game in there. Maybe some of the uh, the old Super Scope 6 uh, games. Like, just Nintendo has a legacy with light gun gaming. Uh, this can be a way to, you know, uh, showcase it. And I also, uh, for me personally, like, uh, as a big Rusty Slugger right. head, I would <laughs> love to know what tragedy befell Rusty that puts him in the situation where he's like, my life... You know, I was at a low point in Rusty's Real Deal Baseball. You guys built me back up, my confidence. But then this happened, and so <laughs> right. here I am once again. I mean, I think he just moved to America, right? <laughs> <laughs> a tragedy uh, to anyone. <laughs> Connor, do you have another prediction? I, I, I can't, I can't you know, remember where we are in the order now. Uh, I think it is back to me, and this was number four, yeah. I believe. So we're here. Uh, that was a pretty crazy one <laughs> that I just that I just did. Um, so let me see uh, where I'm at uh, with these. Uh, you know what, man? I feel like I've already strayed from crazy. I've done some pretty crazy stuff already. Uh, I'll go. I'm like as I'm as I'm talking. I'm like deciding in my head right what i'm going to do yeah stall for time yeah, yeah. stall that's absolutely you want what me to throw I'm out doing. another crazy one well, <laughs> yeah would you mind you would you mind uh that donkey kong game that we keep hearing about it's real but it's a donkey kong jr game <laughs> <laughs> donkey kong jr is the long lost protagonist of the new donkey kong game coming out of ead tokyo um i have no further predictions other than donkey kong jr is the protagonist wow Okay, thinking about the, what we know about the Kongs, yeah. Donkey Kong Jr. is Donkey Kong as we know him in Donkey Kong Country. Is that right? <laughs> no, I, I think... I'm sorry, I sounded really exasperated there. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, I'm, here, I'm projecting patience and understanding. <laughs> Donkey Kong Jr., I believe, although no one really knows, right. uh, seems to be a missing generation oh, between okay, okay. Cranky oh, Kong yes. and the Donkey Kong that we know now. Got it. Okay. But that kind of makes it more fun. Yeah. Like, who is this Kong? Mm-hmm. Who's who that Kong? Who's that Kong? That's probably what it's called. Who's that Kong? <laughs> it's Jeff. It's Junior. <laughs> uh, that's great. Uh, that makes me feel better. Feel better about uh, about making a crazy prediction. So thank you so much, Patrick. Doing what um, I can. You know what? We touched on this earlier. Uh, so I'm just gonna go for it. I. I do think we're going to get a, an announcement of a 2D Metroid game. I mm. think it's time, All right. and uh, I feel like uh, this. there's just the space for it, and I want that. And I, at, on the same time as sort of we were discussing earlier, I don't think we're anywhere near getting Metroid Prime 4. Yeah. Or or the trilogy that we all would like. Uh, so 2D Metroid game, bring it on. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm all about a new 2D Metroid game. My God, that's all I want in the world. I think in, uh, I can't remember when we last talked about this, but having it be like a Metroid 5, like I would really like to see the Metroid series like 
move forward yeah a little we've bit. been stuck at fusion for 20 years yeah. yeah oh man that's crazy it has been a really long time since fusion yeah so yeah yeah i would love that i'm i'm with you connor although when i make that prediction i do hope that they can uh since you know it's been a lot long 20 years I want to see some innovation in how they, yeah. how this game is played. You know, I to be quite honest and transparent, I haven't played a lot of modern Metroidvanias, so I don't know uh, what you know Hollow Knight brings to the table or Ori or any other examples that might be out there. But I would hope for just uh, just a, a, a big surprise as far as how that game functions. Yeah, I'm curious if uh, it will be because I feel like uh, Samus Returns for the Nintendo 3DS kind yeah. of like changed up the Metroid formula mm. um, in the sense that like it became really stop and go. Like it's all about like deflecting and then attacking after like mm. deflection. And so like forward progress is kind of like slowed a little bit. And I wonder if that is kind of the innovation that we will see oh. where it's just like an elaboration on that, on the combat system that was created for Samus returns. Ooh, could they roll that, you know, stop and go combat into continuing your momentum almost? Like, is there, I don't know, button presses that once that happens, you can also press a button or flip your your right stick and Samus is hurtling towards where you were headed. I don't yeah, know. The solution here is guacamole is what it is. Uh, the, the game that so artfully combines your combat abilities with your mobility abilities. Um, if, and you know, it wouldn't obviously be exactly guacamole, yes. but like just uh, taking that man. If uh, if Drinkbox Studios was working on a, a Metroid game, I would be the happiest Ooh. I've ever been in, in my life. But yeah, so I, I think there are models out there. Is what sure. I'm saying. Okay, cool. Okay, my last prediction that I have written down is that we're gonna get a completely new, unexpected game that that'll be revealed for the first time from like we've never seen before like when arms was revealed for the first yeah. time or like splatoon was revealed for the first time it's just like what is this what's going on and i think we are due for another one of those um from nintendo i feel like the last time this happened was uh ring fit adventure oh, yeah. yeah like that was the last one where it was like what is this mm -hmm. and i i think it is time for us to have another one where like nintendo just like Opens up the curtain is like, here's this crazy thing. By that the we've way, been we did this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you're feeling uh, less of just a new IP from them, but maybe a new IP with a twist we don't expect, which is why you gave that Ring Fit example. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Like cool. I think it is going. I mean, and maybe it matches up, or maybe it like um, is part of what Patrick's first prediction was, where it's like, yeah, I think maybe it's a new way to play with your Switch, sure. or yeah. like an oh. I, like an innovative thing that is like. Yeah, it's not any franchise that we know. It's like Nintendo taking a swing. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, I uh, would love to see that. I, You know, you mentioned uh, Ring Fit as like sort of the last example of that. And then before, I think ARMS, I think you're right. Well, Labo, I would guess. Yeah, I, would, I would say oh, like yeah. that as well. But, but really in my mind, I'm not thinking like a Labo so much. Yeah. Which felt very much like its own thing, but more like an ARMS or a Splatoon. Yeah. Where it's like, hey, like... Here's like a game that yeah. we've been working on that is totally unexpected. Um, Still looks like a Nintendo game, whatever mm -hmm. that means, but is something new. Yeah. I, I had, you know, I think I'm realizing the problem of having so many predictions written down is it's hard, it was hard to choose them. Yes. And this is one that I backed away from, but that I had written down was, well, not actually as specific as you had, which is new IP. All that to say is that I'm with you and that it's, I feel like it's time and that's exciting and I couldn't even tell you what the heck yeah. it would Yeah, be. and that's what's so much fun about it. Because yeah. I do think when I go into these predictions, when I go into like a Nintendo presentation, I'm always thinking about, what i already know yeah. right it's mm -hmm. like oh maybe we'll see a new mario maybe we'll see a new zelda maybe it is time for them to bring back like uh star fox or something like that but and but also like you were saying patrick where nintendo is interested in its past but it is significantly more interested in like barreling forward yeah and so that's what that's what i like so much about nintendo and what i think is so exciting about these presentations is I think they're going to do something that, like, my small, tiny brain can't <laughs> comprehend, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, to I totally agree. Mark, would you like to hear an off-the-wall uh, prediction that is sort of in that vein? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. Um, what has been a pillar of Nintendo's mobile game strategy from the beginning? 
Um, a pillar as in a franchise or a game? No, a pillar is oh. in a philosophy that they are not trying to make bank on the games themselves, mm-hmm. but they are trying to bring people back to their console games. My prediction here is a Dragalia Lost Switch game. Whoa. Like a full-blown RPG in the world using the characters of Dragalia Lost and hoping to shift those uh, mobile game players over to the Switch. That seems like something they would do. They're always trying to find ways to bring more people into that sphere, and if they've already got them on that mobile game, that's a, I see that path. Bring them on over. That yeah. could be cool. I liked the little bit of Dragalia Lost yeah. that I played. I'm sure the game is so different now, <laughs> yeah. but like I liked the characters. I liked like the music. Like the world was fun. I think that could be really cool. Like that multiplayer. If they bring that multiplayer, almost like a Four Swords Adventure, like totally mo- a cooperative dungeon Ooh. crawling, like that could be really cool. Um, and then I'll just throw out my last bonkers uh, prediction, which now I've forgotten. Hold on. Oh, yeah. Uh, some kind of Star Wars game. Um, we know that the uh, Lucasfilm games, or whatever they're called now, has, uh, you know, like, broken off and established themselves as, like, we are doing uh, more games. We are not just tied to our EA license. Uh, we've seen uh, other uh, Disney franchises like Marvel games uh, having exclusive arrangements with Sony, with Nintendo. Um, and, you know, obviously we are seeing uh, machine games developing the new Indiana Jones game um, was uh, specifically for Xboxes. So uh, there's going to be some sort of Nintendo Star Wars partnership. I don't know what the game will be, but it's uh, coming. I love that you got Star Wars and Rusty. <laughs> I love that those and are in here, and I'm so excited about both of them. Definitely happening. I feel like this one is, uh, if not this year, we'll see something like this at some point. Do you think that it is like multi-platform, or do you think it's Switch exclusive? Switch exclusive. Interesting. And, and possibly like developed or published like by Nintendo. Oh, wow. Wow. You know, in, in the vein of uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Yeah, or, yeah. You know. Or this the DC... DC girl... DC. Yeah. Supergirls. Hold on. We're looking it up. DC hero... Oh. DC superhero girls is yes. the okay. name of it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. Nope. That's the TV series. <laughs> but I think that's the game that it's based on. Or no, no. Sorry. That's the series that the game is based on. Right, but then okay, so DC. <laughs> well, while you're looking it up, yeah. I just thought of a crazy prediction Ooh. that I'm excited about, and I think actually could really happen. And I think that at this E3 is when they premiere the trailer for that Super Mario animated movie. Oh, oh boy. my god! <laughs> yeah, that's happening. How long have they been working on that? It feels like enough time has passed yeah. that we've been hearing about it to where that's. I think so, and I think it's supposed to come out next year, or is it 2023? Either way, they could give us a little teaser. Wow. The name of the game is DC Superhero Girls Teen Power. So, we were close. We okay, were close. cool. <laughs> um, oh, man. A, a Mario trailer. A Mario movie trailer. I think, or like a teaser, like a little like, yeah. little taste. Enough to get my blood pressure up where I'm like, I still can't tell if this is going to be yeah, good or bad. Yeah, right. Um, that's a good prediction. Uh, do we have any further predictions at this point? And I, I don't believe I do. <laughs> I'll, I'll reference this enormous uh, list of smatterings. You that truly I have there. an impressive oh, list on your phone. You know phone. what? Here's here's something. I feel like there's still a few uh, Wii U ports out there. Zelda not considered here. Um, Xenoblade Chronicles X is still out there, mm-hmm. and and you know uh, I would hope and pray that the that the Wii Sports franchise would get revived. But I don't think that that's going to happen. This is me just telling my hopes again. I think it should. Yeah. yeah. I think it'd be great to get Wii Sports on here. Speaking of Xenoblade Chronicles X, uh, do you think that we see the next like Monolith Soft game? Like, Do we see whatever they've been working on, whether that's Xenoblade Chronicles 3? I think it's the Dragalia Lost like, game. You think, oh, yeah. you think that's the Dragalia Lost game? Yeah. That, that's, that's my... I'm stapling that onto your, wow. <laughs> your, your question. <laughs> but that's well, really it for me. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, there, we've done it. We've accurately and definitively predicted uh, Nintendo's 2021 E3. Let's close this out. 
All right, Connor, thank you so much for uh, joining us and helping us figure out what we're all going to experience, uh, you know, in like two weeks. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, totally wrong. No problem. Thank you for having me. And hey, we got to look into the crystal ball. So mm-hmm. it was less us figuring it out and more just interpreting what we saw. A fair but point. thank you very much. D- divination, really. Absolutely. Yeah, this was a blast. Uh, and uh, keep doing what you're doing, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you, Connor. Is there anything that you would like to plug? Absolutely. Uh, you, I was introduced this way, so I've got to plug it my podcast call me by your game a show where i sit down with a guest to talk about a special game that is from an impactful moment in their life of course patrick you were a guest for the dead rising episode mark there's still a standing invitation for you out there so <laughs> if you ever think of a game comes to mind shoot me an email uh and then you can check me out on social media and see you'll see all the other stuff i'm doing and i'm at uh, connor underscore mccabe but that's it all right. Well, yes, and do check that out. It's a great show, uh, and love having you on, Connor. Thank it's you. It's been super fun. Um, all right, uh, that's going to do it for this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society. Remember, please rate, review, and follow us on Apple Podcasts. If you like the episode, please share it on Facebook or Twitter, wherever you share stuff. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Patrick underscore Ellers. Mark is at MKE Mitchell, and the show is at Nincart Society. We also have a Facebook page, which is just Nintendo Cartridge Society. Olivia Duncan Mayer logo. Our theme music is provided by 8 Betty. You can get more of his music by going to 8BitBetty.com or by listening right now. For my co-host, Mark Mitchell, this is Patrick Ellers saying Tony Hawk's uh, Final Smash would be tweeting about people not recognizing him. And thank you for listening. Hey, it's Mia. Hey, it's Allie. And we host the Rom-Com Review Podcast, P.S. I Love Rom-Com. Each week, we'll have incredible guests come and discuss a new rom-com, grand gestures, meet-cutes, and of course, that elusive chemistry. Mia. What are you doing holding that giant boombox over your head? I'm hoping to win over listeners with this grand gesture. Take us back! Find a new episode every week. And subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. Brought to you by Campfire Media. Wow, you're uh, still holding that boombox. Yeah, I've got great upper body strength. Thanks, CrossFit. Yes. I love rom-coms. I love rom-coms. Campfire.